0: Hello everyone, I'm Mike from The Self App and thank you for listening to The Self App Podcast. This is a show where we discuss all things good thoughts, good words, good deeds related and interview people passionate about being their best self and who are helping others to be their best self too. Some of the segments include Coaching Clinic, where we talk to psychologists, motivational thinkers and life coaches, Book Club, where we discuss and share reviews on our favourite books, Startup Spotlight taking a pre-seed and more often than not, non-techie view on starting a business and running a business, Health and Fitness Hustle, where we provide tips, tricks, and training from experts, and Esoteric Edge, a look at hidden or secret philosophy and how it can help you be your best self. If you haven't already, please download the Self App, where we give you a collection of tools to help you be your best self, and 3% of all our profits are donated to Charity. Hello everyone, I'm Mike from The Self App. Thank you for tuning in today. It's my privilege to introduce you to Simone Amini. Simone grew up in Brazil in a family of textile manufacturers who developed product for local and international brands. Inspiring Simone from a young age, she went on to FAAP, a top Brazilian fashion design school. After a very successful career as a fashion designer and textiles distributor in Brazil, Simone pursued a desire to learn English and migrated to Australia. Today, she's the founder of Bondi brand Eden Organic, and we're gonna find out more about her own label. So Simone, thank you so much for joining me today. Would you mind taking us back in your story a little bit to the point where you decided to leave Brazil for Sydney and and what really either inspired that or, or drove that, whichever way you depend to look at it?
1: Oh, hi, Mike. First of all, thank you for having me here. I'm very glad to be part of this show. Um, yeah, doing such a dramatic change was, ve- was very challenging to me. But after working for so many years in the same company, I realized that it was time to move on, doing something new or learning something new. So I decided to have one year off. Like a sabbatic year for to learn English and increase increasing my skills, doing a marketing course here in Australia. So that 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 was the goal, spending spending one year in Australia and come back and start start looking for something more challenging, like um, open the the business uh, for the international uh, world, but. I fell in love with australia <laughs> and i decided to stay here so building everything from the beginning starting everything from the beginning was very challenging because when you don't speak mm. the language you need to mm. r- truly start from zero no network mm. no friends nothing so mm.
0: but australia
1: is just amazing place and which pay off
0: well look i'm really glad to hear it, it it has paid off but um let's dig a little bit deeper into some of those challenges right you just you just described a few of them you know no language no friends no network pretty terrifying to, to take a leap from a true comfort zone into everything that's unknown and and almost in some ways um truly foreign right like the, the language, the people, the culture, um, being away from family and friends. How, you know, how did that initial, I guess, culture shock and, and some of the challenges of relocating shape, um, one, your desire to stay in Australia, and two, the desire to, to launch Eaton Organic?
1: Um, well, yeah, it was was very challenging to, have everything new to be honest the first sec, uh, the first two months i was very doubt about what i was doing i didn't know if i was doing the right thing because it's such a massive change massive so it, that's what you say like how you need to leave your comfort zone and um, but in another way there there is a massive difference of culture as well but australia has a something that it's very nice and that i think i I connect myself very well which is the connection with the nature so everyone spend time outdoor um and also the I, i i i see australia more aware about organic stuff sustainable stuff but because when i moved i moved to australia I had one, one, one friend, he, he wasn't my friend, but it was some, some Brazilian who spent some time with me and he says he was living here for two years. So he says to me, look, if you go for, if you wanna buy your grocery store, if you want something very basic, very simple, go to Aldi. It's the basic uh, like as uh, a very commodity, uh, grocery store supermarket mm-hmm. if you want something better go to harris farm if you want something intermediate you go to calls and willies
0: mm-hmm.
1: of course i'm brazilian i'm new i didn't have any money i went straight away to audi straight mm-hmm. away and when I, I i yeah when i get into audi i was so surprised they had so many products <coughs> organic so I say hey hold on so if uh, audi which is the the cheapest supermarket in the entire australia they have like let's say 30% or 20% of the range organic there is a niche that the people mm. were thinking about that people were looking up that like they, they do care about their best stuff mm. so then i that start to motivate me to to bring all my knowledge i start research about um uh Organic clothing, sustainable brands, and ethical brands in Australia, and I see, as in the entire world nowadays, is growing a lot. But even now, you don't have many options. You do have options, and I I hope uh, more and more brand will start doing it. Uh, like I don't want to. It should be something explosive for some brands. I, I, I see that maybe in the future everyone will become sustainable and organic, but by now that's not the reality. Mm. So then I see an, an opportunity to start something new and to bring um, all these idea like a uh, build a brand. And I have all network in Brazil that I was, you know, like I was working with. So that's how it started
0: fantastic so one of the things that i love about your brand and and by the way congratulations on your feature in the sydney morning herald i thought that was fantastic publicity for you well deserved um there's a real social impact um and and i guess a lens of conscious capitalism to what you're doing as well you know it's not just about finding a niche and and moving into a blue ocean for you Simone. (laughs) there is a, a real mission Um, to help others that that really underlies the the ethos to Eden organic tell us a little bit about the the supply chain and just how you know how traditional fashion gets to market what are some of the the things people don't understand about that and then how your product gets to market and all of the goodness that goes into that supply chain yeah that's that
1: that, that's that's something so important that people uh, don't they they don't see people, brands they don't shape. But when you are a designer, like most of the brands, uh, uh, most of the brands, if they they want one product, they don't care. Like I will give you an example. A massive brand, American brand, when they came to in Brazil in the manufacturer that, that I was working. Um they came in and say look, we would you like to have this is a was a denial a Denny paint." They came and say look, we would you like to have this this product in line. You we were already producing massive production. Mm-hmm. And I said I would like this product in line for the next season. Let's let's develop. So we start doing the creation, developing all the, the product, And then one day it was impossible to work in the laundry because the the treatment that we have to do to the to get the what the the customer wanted was so aggressive, was so toxic. They we have to use so many chemicals that was impossible to work in the not even close, closer to to the department and then we came to the customer and said, look, we cannot make that because it's impossible to breathe. It's too harmful. It's, it's too strong. We, 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 we need to change. And they say, no, we want that. That's what we want. We, we, we cannot change anything that that's the product that we want. And then that, that was the designer and I say, you know we, we did a meeting with the director because the designer they they and that and then we came up with the director and the director says look that's the product we want if you're not able to do it someone else will do it and I, we explained like uh that involved healthy the workers will be very sick like uh, can you understand that is very harmful if you don't do it if you don't get the order, someone will get That that's it. So we decide to cancel the, the, the production, but that's the okay. mentality. I don't care if someone is dying. I wanted the product. I don't mm. care if someone is working and cannot support their own family with the necess- basic needs. I do want my price. Mm. So when you see that like uh, it's, uh, it's 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 very sad but that and unfortunately that's the reality and we see that all more and more often in uh news in bangladesh china um anywhere even in brazil so people uh like uh they too i think uh too lucky make a profit in any cost and so and but a lot of people would start being more aware and more conscious that it's not the way that it is. That that's not the right way, and so then we start we stopped and then, and then you when you when you see the situation where people could get cancer mm. and massive brands massive they don't give you know mm. it's it's it, it's it's. It's shocking. So then, we 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 make sure that we have these things from the plantation of the cotton. So all the farmers who work with us, like um, we we make sure about the, to pay them more than the financial market, twenty percent cheap, because they are small. They don't. They're not a big company. So you. you you need to understand the needs of the people who work with you. You need to understand um, the impact that you're making uh, everywhere that your business are passing through. So since the beginning, since the, the raw materials, uh, the manufacturers, um, even the delivery, everything must be... be you, you must look after what, what what's the impact that... It, it's, it's the person who is making your clothes um they have a, a, a like a, what would i say the um, not dig- dig- dignity like the, the, the 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 normal life do they are they okay mm. are, are they they living well They're, does the the, the the their life you 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 helping with their lives like uh you know like so a lot of people they they working like a slave just to make the money to eat so and companies are responsible for that they don't take responsibility because they don't need to but you the you are responsible for what's happening with uh, people who work with you even indirectly mm. yeah so we need then we make sure to to close the the whole the whole chain um make sure that everything it's um you know it's it, every, everyone is it's it's doing well everyone is um it is good for them as well how the business is impacting their lives
0: yeah and it's good for the earth too you know we had a we had a chat recently where you were telling me that coming back to your earlier story about the production of this this toxic chemicals i mean you were saying um, a little bit about the nature of, of how many chemicals and pesticides go into non-organic cotton and what that does to the earth and the people who typically farm cotton also eat out of the they grow their own food because you know they're living such a, a life of subsistence as you you described. You know, you know, talked about that a little bit because your process really turns the earth organic and and you know just in that part of the supply chain itself. You're having a profound impact. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: So yeah, the organic cotton basically is the same. Well, not the same. They change a lot of things in the in the cotton. So the cotton nowadays is genetically genetically modified to support to, to be able to 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 have a lot of chemicals. Because what happens is uh, there is a lot of products for cotton. So they they change the DNA of the, the cotton to be able to get a lot of pesticides and do not die. Because if it's a natural one, with the amount of pesticides that they put on, the cotton will be gone. The plant will, will die. So they change it, the DNA of the 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 cotton, for the cotton resist to all chemicals to to, for the bugs mm. which is very bad because sometimes if you see you can see in the google like the how they spread the the pesticide they came with airplane because the the, the, the farms are massive massive farms. so they came with an airplane throwing the pesticides everywhere over house over plantation of everyone if every, so what happened is all this poison very very harmful and strong poisons goes to the soil and end up in the water as well because everything is connected. Um, and and like a, all the farmers and the, the, the town in because that usually is not in the city, so all the country towns they 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 got the consequence about this these pesticides. So it's it's a everything has poison, like even if, 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 if it's indirectly as well, even if it's not only in the plantation, everything around, everything, the water, you end up having the poison in the water and you don't even know that, that that's happening, but it is happening. So a lot of diseases come and you don't even know what's happening. Uh, uh, and, and in the organic cotton, it's completely different. So you get a land and you work on the land Sometimes it's, it's never been planted any anything there, but usually it is. So you convert the the land for organic. So that takes like uh, around five years to become uh, organic soil, and in, in the meantime, you 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 cultivate the the I would say in an old-fashioned way, like uh, with uh, everything natural, everything organic. So the soil will end up very rich and so because earth the, the soil is it's like it's alive so it's part of the planet it's part of the system uh so it is alive so if, if you put a lot of poison that was one time they would die mm. there is nothing to do people give up about the land that happens a lot so you plant 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 poison 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 give up about the land find another spot that so with organic you don't don't need that you can see a big massive difference about that so even when we start doing organic what was many years ago to start to convince and small farmers they already countryside people Mm -hmm. so to convince them to become a organic uh, producer was very hard because they, they they couldn't believe that you can talk plant everything naturally without with with a natural pesticides. I would say it's not pesticide, but herbicides. It's like uh, instead of you put poison, you put something else that the prague doesn't like. Or in 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 the mean in the middle of the, the plantation, you put something that the prague likes more. They eat something else instead of your cotton. So there is a many, many many ways to manage the the bugs without just killing them just you know so they couldn't believe that 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 would be possible so it was very hard to to insist and to start it so but some of them they would they would give a go because they didn't have any option like uh they were they were selling the cotton for massive uh, companies who would pay nothing for them, and they were about to sell their land. To I remember that one of the um, the the wives of the the farmer, she was about to find a job because she couldn't survive from the plantation. That, like a, and I mean a job. It's like a being being a cleaner for someone else. Which in Brazil, you don't have a. is not not it's not Australia here. A cleaner. Make, can make a lot of money, like, her. you know, in in Brazil, no, is the is the last pay that you can get. Mm. So when you see that, you see someone who owns a land and do a good plantation, but cannot survive. Mm. So some of those people they they converted the land, and after a few years, the other farmers start to see how how healthy was the, the farm, how healthy was the plantation, because the soil respond about uh, uh, nutrients, uh, care, if you, you know, that's what I say, the soil is alive. So as much as you give, as much you, you look after, I mean, like uh, with uh, good, good food for the soil, mm-hmm. uh, it responds. So even when you plant uh, any seeds, Sometimes, for example, you plant ten seeds. Um, maybe you, maybe six six seeds will grow. The other four will die. That's natural. That's normal. But in the organic, if you have a very rich soil with uh, all of the stuff, from ten seeds sometimes eleven will grow. And eleven, I mean, from one you grow two and sometimes more there was a research that happens in with corn they have 130 percent of the plantation they plant, they planted a hundred like uh the seeds and a hundred thirty percent grows so so rich is so you know but people forget about that people forget that uh, everything is part of life like even the soil
0: indeed Indeed. And, and look, I want to fast forward a little bit because that story um, hopefully shares with our audience just how beautiful um, the intent is behind the product that you make and the product that, um, you, you know, is really a, a, a work of passion for you because it's it's a side hustle at the moment. It's something that, you know, you, you've been a student and um, you've had to only uh, be able to work 20 hours and then divert lots of resources into this. What I want to share with the audiences is a little bit about how that's been going for you. Uh, Cause I know it hasn't been easy, but you know, I'm here to the audience who are viewing on our YouTube channel, on the self Out podcast, YouTube channel, I'm wearing an Eden organic shirt right now. It is beautiful. <laughs> you can see on the back, there's a gorgeous Brazilian Yantra. Um, I'm very fortunate. To, oh, I'm very fortunate to have, um, a product of, of Simone's and she has amazing product in her store and, and you know there'll be a link on our website to it and hopefully in the podcast that you're tuning into so that you can check out some Simone's beautiful product for herself but tell us a little bit about how the business is going at the moment and where you'd really like to take it
1: yeah so I as a as small business and I have to share uh, with my normal life uh, it's everything very slow, like, like, um, but at the moment, like COVID came, I see the opportunity to do the mask, the face masks, because nowadays, like, uh, the disposable masks is, is just a, such a waste. So mm. I start doing the organic, using the organic fabric as very soft and also very protective. So I've done that and I'm already designed the next collection. So right. it's a very exciting moment, yeah, very very exciting moment. Um, yeah, that's it.
0: Fantastic, and you know what I'd love to find out because we're we're you know moving towards the end of our segment today. A little bit about you, Simone. Tell us who and what are you grateful for throughout all of this journey? Um, you know, having moved from Brazil, having brought. Social conscience into founding a business, um, deciding that Australia is home for you. You know, who, throughout all of that, you must have had many highs and many lows. But what 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 remains um, in you as a sense to be thankful for?
1: Uh, definitely, my entire family. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah they teach me. They they taught me everything about business. They taught me everything about values, about how to become a good human being. Well, I hope I am, <laughs> but mm. uh, I, I think the education I had and everything that they provide, um, you, you know, I think um, most of the values that I have came from my my education. Yeah, so definitely, my I'm very grateful to to have my entire family.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And one final question before we wrap up our segment today, Simone. If you were to leave our audience, our listeners, with a single piece of advice to help them be their best self, what is one piece of advice you can share from your journey?
1: Uh, that's something that really helps me. Um, it's something that I I see somewhere. Someone says that you you should everyone should have. Four hobbies. One, one hobby to to keep. To, one hobby that make you that you make money. So that's your work, but you work. So that you should see it as a hobby. One hobby to keep your feet. One hobby to 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 work with your spirituality, mm. and one hobby to to develop your creativity. So if you find something that you work, you, you have time to share everything. I think that that's a very good balance in anyone's life. You must have views and that's something that you love and have passion to do it. Something that will make your body healthy to be able to do anything in life because mm. Yeah, that's, that's the minimum that we have is to have health, and we need, I'm grateful to be very healthy as well. And something that stimulates your creativity and, and spirituality, who connects you mm. with everything.
0: Mm, wonderful. So something to make money, a hobby to make money, a hobby to keep you fit, a hobby to develop spirituality and a hobby to develop creativity. That's a, a wonderful bit of advice for everyone. Well, Simone, I'm so grateful for you for coming on the show today and sharing us about um, the history of Eden Organic and, and, you know, where you're intending to take this beautiful brand. Um, If people want to find out more, what is your website?
1: EdenOrganic.co
0: organic Eden dots here. organic. That's E-D-E-N-O-R-G-A-N-I-C dot C O um, for all of our listeners out there. And I'll have a link on the selfapp.com website as well. I'll showcase one of the products from somebody's site so you can go straight through. Um, again, remember that if you uh, if you can please I encourage you to buy one of her beautiful products uh, because you know now um, just how much value the supply chain and, and, and these farmers in Brazil are getting out of it and, and everyone all the way through that chain. Um, to our audience, thank you so much for listening. And before you go today, I ask you do us a good deed and share this with one other person. Please leave us a five-star rating wherever you tuned in. For more Best Self goodness, you can find us on social by searching for The Self app. And from us to you, keep up the good thoughts, good words and good deeds and continue to level up your best self. Goodbye, everyone.